Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerds Adulting. I am your host, Peter, and it's been a very long time, and I'm back, joined once again by my cohort, my partner in crime, Josh. What is up? How's it going, man? Peter, I will never, ever leave you. I will always be you, your cohort and your partner in crime. Don't ever fucking forget that shit. And I, and I now, appreciate it's, it's, you. It's good to be back. I know it's been a while, but both of us have had some... Some things that have t- diverted our attention, but I'm happy that we're here today. Yeah, podcast life had taken a severe backseat, to say the least, for our uh, show, but we're back, and I'm super excited to talk to you today about uh, an interesting topic that I was thinking about. We're going to be talking about digital platform return policies. Mm. You know, so it's kind of an interesting, and they are fairly different. Some are kind of shitty. To Off the say wall. the least, yeah, just straight up, just shitty, and then kind of talk about some of the experiences that I've had over the years. I know you had said in our pre-show shenanigans that you haven't had many experiences of doing digital returns, which is interesting because you're all digital, you're digital everything, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, now now I am. I used to be all physical, and then one time I think that the like when uh, I totally was like no was when I tried to get rid of my entire... When I was trying to get uh, some money for my Xbox, my OG Xbox, and I literally had, like, almost 100 games for that for my OG Xbox, like, at least high 90s. And I got $78. And I was like, all right, this is... This, this can't be correct. So then, ever since then, I've been thinking, like, hey, they should do a thing where you can buy games digitally... And just save it to your hard drive when the 360 came out. And then they started doing it. And I was like, wow, there you go. And then ever since then, with movies, though, I like to buy them physical. I have, like, my little collection down here. I don't know if you can see it, but it's back there. Ever since that, I've been like, there needs to be a way. And then they discovered a way, and now I'm all for it. Yeah, the the 360, it's interesting you brought up the 360 because that was, like, the beginning of console digital storefront like that was like one they were one of the first systems to do that i remember when you could they actually unlocked the ability to install your games to the hard drive that was like a huge thing where you could actually put your disc in and it will like download a copy to to the internal drive or whatever the external whatever you want to call it, whatever drive you had yeah it was just it was just like a new period and actually that was huge for the modding community like uh the modding community had a field day with that because you were able to just burn games and then install them to your hard drive you know it's just crazy and i actually modded a side note already on a side tangent i actually you could uh take a the hard drive it was a regular a regular laptop drive you could take it out of the the little casing not not yeah you remember the, the, you remember how the, the enclosure X- yeah yeah the enclosure and you can like there was a way to not hack it per se, but you would run a couple of commands and then you would, it would tell, basically you're telling the Xbox that, Hey, this is actually, you know, a terabyte drive. And then it would, then you would pop it back in and boom, you had like a terabyte. So I was like, I would get like used hard drives all the time and do that for my friends and stuff. And so, cause as you know, it was a lot cheaper to just buy a laptop drive than to buy the, you know, the 360 uh, legit drive. Cause those things were like stupid expensive, but it's interesting you brought it up because that was definitely the beginning of digital returns. But um, I want to start going over some of these. You want to start looking into them, and then we can start to just discuss. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to go with the first one is my favorite one. I think it's the best one out of all of them, and it's Steam's 
So this this is directly from Steam's storefront side. This is their policy. It says, the Steam refund offer within two weeks of purchase and with less than two hours of playtime applies to games and software applications to the Steam store. Here's an overview of how refunds work with other types of purchases. Well, I'm not going to get into other types because we're mostly concerned about with the games themselves. And so I think that is like, I think that is the most fair. You buy a game, you play it for, I think it's 14 days as well. I don't even have, they don't even have a time frame. It's just a matter. Oh, within two yeah. weeks. Okay, so within it does that. Yeah, so, within yeah. two weeks, so, and days. with yeah, within less than two hours. And I think that is the best policy and the most fair, in my opinion. Because if you have the game for 14 days, and and or you've only played it for or you haven't you played it for less than two hours, I think that's reasonable. I think that that makes sense. You know, that's fair. You give the game a chance. You try it out or maybe you just didn't play it and you changed your mind you know i i think i think that's the most reasonable one or that's that i think that's a fair policy what do you think so personally i don't think that two hours is enough time with some games two hours is not enough time to discern whether or not it's going to be your new thing that you want to play because for example let's say you wanted to play daisy daisy is very punishing and in two hours' time, you can accomplish absolutely nothing playing Daisy. So I think that that two hours, I don't think that it's enough time. I think it should be six. But the thing is that some games, you can beat them in six hours, like completely beat them. So that's, well, it's, that's kind of interesting. Like, it's kind of like a touch and go situation there. But some games, I feel like they should be, it should be more time. Or maybe it should be like on a case-by-case basis, like you're told at purchase, like you have this many hours of playtime before you have to, before you can't return it, because it's like a story-based driven game. So two hours on a game that's story-driven makes sense. I would say that's what's a good the, point. What's um the order? Eighteen eighty-six. Did you ever yeah, play that? I, it's a no. fantastic game. Um, but it's only it only has like a two and a half hour runtime, and that's if you don't know what you're doing the first playthrough. It's not that it's like a it's basically a glorified tech demo, but it is an amazing experience, uh, graphically and play play uh, play wise as well. Well, so what actually? Can, but actually, what you were talking about that actually affected a game that came out earlier this year called Summer of '58. Um, back in August, I remember this is where I kind of thought about it. you're making a you're you're right the return policy is not is I, I let me sort of backtrack a little bit i think the return policy is the best out of all of them and the most fair for the most part but you're going to have exceptions to that rule and like you said so indie games got hit really hard by this and like i said this game called summer 58 people were buying playing the game buying it and then returning it or getting refunds on it because they were beating it and it was so you know like you said it was some games are so quick you know are short and that was a that was an issue with this game, and so they actually went on a hiatus. And I think I'm not sure if they closed down. Amica Games is the name of the the developer, but they this actually kind of brought to light some of the the issues with the Steam standard. I mean, yeah, two hours is not enough time. I mean, the return policy, in my opinion, isn't meant for testing a game whether you want to keep it or not. That's on you to watch videos and read uh, reviews, talk to your friends who have purchased it. That's on you. I don't think yeah, it was okay. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. So that's just my take on a return on a return policy, and that's why I kind of feel like it's fair for the most part. Because if you buy a game and 
you know, who knows what happened. You, you're, you're, you went over on your, your debit card or something or your credit card and you're like, shit, I need to return that. You know, I think 14 days is fair and you'd barely even play the game. So that's kind of like what, where I'm thinking with that. But like you, but you brought up a great point that some games can be beat in under two hours and it actually affects a lot of the, the smaller studios. But then at the same time, those games that are that short, that are those like short play experiences, sometimes they're 10 5 $10. I don't want to sound like, it's not my goal to sound like an inconsiderate asshole here, right? But if it's $5 and you're like, oh, I can't wait to refund it and get back my $5, like, to me, it's like, just, just delete it from your library and just leave it there collecting dust you played on a rainy day. You know, um... Or collecting digital dust because it's digital. I don't know. Um, Pixelated dust. <clears throat> it's pixel dust. <laughs> um, but like I don't. You said that that back in the summer of '58. You said is the name of the game. I'm not familiar mm-hmm. with that game. But if it's if it's if the developers suffered that gravely from it, then that's a thing to consider for as you, for you as a person. Like I'm pretty sure the game wasn't like a sixty dollar game if it could be beat in under two hours. Yeah, I don't know. I I pulled it up because I I remembered it when you talked about time limits or whatever or length of game, and I remember specifically this this article that had came up previously earlier this year, and I just did a quick Google search as we're talking, and that was the name of the game. So there was a, yeah. So actually, this brought about some discussion for a lot of a lot of devs. I mean, making video games is hard, especially if you're really small, you know, and if you're just making a game by yourself in your grandma's basement. Yeah, or if you have a small like team of like, <laughs> I'm not sure how successful those devs are. I mean, not everyone can be the guy that made Cave Story. It's uh, completely made by one guy. All the sound design, yeah, and it's that's... great. It's a great game, and he made it in his mom's basement. Stardew Valley. That's all done by one guy. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Yes, no, that's done what I was guy. That's what I'm thinking. But so, Stardew Valley is wildly popular. I think Cave Story should be more popular, but because it's really good, but. Not everybody likes it. I thought it was a dope ass game. Yeah, I mean, everyone loves Cave Store. Everyone like. I mean, it's got. I haven't played it personally, but I know a lot of people hold it in high regard, as as you said. But so that's. I think that's where there are some issues with that return power policy. It doesn't affect really the consumer, but it affects. It impacts the developers, which kind of sucks for them. I mean, I don't know what what you do then. Do you say if you're like if you're put your game in like a certain category can you have a different refund policy so it's like a you know what i mean like what do you i don't know what the answer would be there like maybe when you when you have your game go onto the digital marketplace maybe a question could be how long is your game expected to last for the like how long is the experience supposed to last for the average player and you say oh my campaign for my game is supposed to last between 12 to 15 hours. Okay, so people have four hours to play it before they are no longer allowed to return it. Or somebody has, oh, my experience is supposed to only last between two to three hours. Okay, so then that person has 50 minutes to before they are no longer allowed to return it. Like, they have to adjust off of the time that gets entered by the developer when it gets put on the market. Hmm. That's yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. You almost need like a special category for at least. You might want to break up indie an indie game based on estimated game time. You know, mm-hmm. estimated 
time. But then what if it's no, I guess it is if it's a story driven game. So you probably have to like say, hey, this is a story driven game, right? And so to beat it, it takes four hours and then that puts you in a certain category. Like I think that's all I don't even think you I would imagine two categories would solve this issue for, for the developers, but maybe I'm wrong. You just have one for shorter short games and you have one for standard and standard and beyond, right? And so however you define that. So anything if it's I guess the standard right now is two hours. So if your game can be completed within two hours for someone that's never played it, then maybe then maybe you should be in a different category. Maybe this should be like right, one setup. Exactly. Actually, Epic Games has the same return policy as well. There it says there Epic Game Store games and products are eligible for refund within fourteen days of purchase. However, you must have less than two hours of runtime on record. This is here products that include virtual currency skins or other consumables consumables and products of games that are marked as non-refundable are not eligible for refund. Okay, so that's the same thing for but pre so pre-purchase on Steam says you can request a refund at any time, which is pretty much standard everywhere you go for and the, then once the game releases the standard fourteen day two hour window uh applies after it after it mm, launches. So Okay. The ones so so we talked about Oh, I should have looked up Amazon. What we'll the? I have to look up Amazon. Had that one too, because I'm not. I'm not sure what their digital game policy is. I'm trying to think if I didn't miss anyone. But let's jump into some of the even console. If it's, even if it's not just their digital game policy, they can also because people buy movies digitally through Amazon Prime, and it gets saved to their Prime Video. So what's interesting though, when you get into the consoles. They're a little bit more draconian. They're yeah, bit, absolutely. They're a little bit more like, nah, motherfucker, <laughs> you're keeping that shit. Nintendo says, this is directly from the website when I looked it up, it says, we are unable to provide refunds or exchanges for mistaken purchases. But if you look at their website, even, it's not just mistaken purchases, like something. Oh yeah, so their website says, refund request for downloaded game or DLC, parentheses, wrong game, didn't like game, accidental purchase. And it says, we are unable to provide refunds or exchanges for mistaken purchases. It's rough. And it just says, please be sure to read the game descriptions and check out the screenshots available through Nintendo eShop before making a purchase. We also encourage you to visit Nintendo.com for information about games available for our systems. In addition, many websites make reviews available of games which you can use to make your purchasing decisions. I mean, they, I mean they're, they're saying what I'm saying, but they're just like, no. They're like, no returns, nada. You don't get nothing. I think that's funny because Nintendo is primarily directed at uh, young people, like very, very young people, right? So young people understand that they, young people are nowadays, they're not dumb, all right? They, they know what a, a credit card, a debit card is. They know what that stuff is, and they know how to redeem points cards and get V-Bucks. They know how to do all that stuff, you know? So... With Nintendo or any really any console where you can save your purchase information, a child can easily. I think there was a situation a few years ago that it, uh, with Jack Black playing. Uh, Fucker gently. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> he's playing <laughs> some mobile game, and he recreationally would buy like gems or whatever for the game, or he would let his his son buy gems, and then one day. He had gotten on and he had so many gems and he was like, oh my God. And he had looked it up and his credit card has had a charge, a combined charge of like 
$8,000 or something like that. Mm. And it was all in gems for this game. So he contacted the game developers and he was like, oh my God, my son was just spamming, buying gems. And like the developers were nice enough to be like, oh my God, <laughs> like $8,000 is a lot of money. Jack Black or not. So <laughs> they, they refunded him all of the money and they took the gems away. The same exact thing happened to me with my son when he was really young and my wife was going to school at night. He would, they, were playing, they would play Farmville. And so whatever it was, he bought a bunch of stuff off Farmville and charged like $300, $400 to our credit ah! cards. It was, and, so, ah. and what happened was I actually called their customer service and they were giving me a hard time about it. They didn't, it was, the developer was Zynga. That was the company. Mm-hmm. And they did not want to give me the refund on it. This was, this was years ago. This was probably like 2010, 2011. And they eventually refunded me the money. They said if it happens again, though, they're just going to have to bank, like, close my account. I was like, fuck, I don't care. Dude. Close my account, whatever. They gave me my money back on that. Your and, account on Farmville? Yeah. Well, my they, no, they gave me my money back, actual my money back. Like, they refunded right. me. And I got to keep all the stuff that my son bought at the same time, which was kind of cool. But whatever. <laughs> um, but there was so actually... Just, so just make a complaint and you'll get to keep all the stuff and get your money back. And so this actually brought... There was like cases and stuff. And so in 2014, the FTC uh, alleged that Amazon unlawfully billed parents for millions of dollars in children's unauthorized in-app charges. There is actually like like laws and stuff. And so companies... It's a bit of a monopoly here, huh? You're saying companies what? Companies, but companies have pivoted. Like they definitely have changed too. Because I remember, I can't remember what it was. I think either I or my son bought a game by accident on Xbox Live. This was a three. This was a three sixty. And back then, you could just tell your credit card company you didn't make that purchase, and they would just fund money. And then I did that again, like years later, for a game that I just didn't like, and. My credit card company did like a review, and then then they sided with Xbox, and so they they didn't take my, they didn't give me my refund. They may, I had to, I was <laughs> stuck with the game, so that so they definitely are changing the ways uh, things have happened. I'm gonna get into an an interesting case that happened with Sony, but I'm gonna take a look at Microsoft. So Microsoft's a little bit more weird, I guess. I don't know. So this yeah. is Microsoft's when they say, at Microsoft, we understand that sometimes purchases of digital game products don't go as planned. Should that ever happen, you can be reassured that you'll be treated fairly. Oh, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> that will listen to your concerns, and if needed, will help you request a refund. We commit to clearly communicating our policies and making our process simple and easy to understand, which they don't give you their policy and their process. Your feedback helps us continually improve your gaming experience, let us know the reason for the refund request so we can best improve. And then just more bullshit. Like at Microsoft, yeah. we understand that sometimes personal digital games don't go as planned. Should they? blah 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 blah. But nowhere does it say what their return policy is. I mean what maybe the actual policy is you yeah. probably have to inquire within. Yeah. There may maybe it's posted somewhere unofficially. I mean I just did we'll a quick... t- we'll tell you what the policy is after you've fucked up. Right. Right. And so I was just doing a quick Google search, you know, trying to find their policy. It didn't seem like it was readily available. Uh, I might have to do yeah. a little sleuthing to find it. But theirs was interesting because they didn't specifically say, like, no. But they're like, maybe. But we need to talk first. <laughs> like, what? Like, what, is, yeah. what does that even mean? I don't, I don't understand. What did you think of that? It's like I said. 
So they do the whole, after you've messed up and made your mistake or your child has made the mistake of purchasing a game, then they want to go over the policy with you instead of it being stated explicitly out in front. You know what, though? You know where it probably is? It's probably in the terms and terms and conditions. That's true. That, might that, have... nobody, that not everybody reads. Yeah. Because it's 11 pages of, right. of legal mumbo-jumbo that nobody understands. Refunds are typically... Okay, here it is. Okay. So, yeah, it is, it is, it is actually uh, posted. So, my apologies. I... Refunds are typically issued for requests meeting the following criteria. Requests are made within 14 days of the purchase. Requests for games in which you haven't accumulated a significant amount of playtime. They're going the Steam route, but they don't specify how long playtime is. Ah, you played for two minutes. No right. refund for you. Right. That could mean no. anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them the benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't do that. I mean... I just can't. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they would. They would do something that shitty. Maybe they do. Maybe it depends on that 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 customer service rep that you're talking to. Yeah. Maybe it's like a case review, like with that rep that you talk to. Yeah, maybe, maybe. The worst one, or one of the one of the other ones that I won't say worst, just as bad as Nintendo is Sony. So Sony. This is from their this is their return policy. Games, add-ons, full games, downloadable content, in-game consumables, and season passes fall under this category. After purchasing this type of content through PlayStation Store, you have 14 days from purchase to request a refund. If you have started to download or stream or stream the purchase content. Oh, I guess if I don't you, know, I don't know how that differentiates. I guess it's like PlayStation now. I think you I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm not sure what they mean. Ah, uh, no, they, but you don't you don't pay for yeah. things on PlayStation now. It's the service. Uh, maybe you can buy a game and stream. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. So you've downloaded or streamed the purchase content. You will not be eligible for a refund unless the content is faulty. Buy it. The only time they ever did that thing was Cyberpunk, where the content was considered faulty. So there's actually a step. Below Nintendo's. I think Nintendo's is the worst. Nintendo's just is like, nah, bruh. You ain't getting no refund. Or Sony's yeah, like... Yeah, Nintendo is like super, nope. And Sony's like, well, you downloaded it, so you're not going to get it. Which is still kind of yeah. shitty. Yeah. Who, who like, who waits? Like, wait, let me not download it. Let me really think about if I want this game or not. Do I really want this game? It's just in my download library. You know what I mean? Like that's so. That's not right. I don't know, that doesn't seem. As right. soon as you buy the game, it, I mean, it pops up immediately. Especially, yeah, even on the app on my phone. As soon as you buy a game, it asks you to download it like immediately. Tap, tap the link. That's that's the con. That's the con right there. This is Amazon's game refund policy. It doesn't specifically state digital, but after release, all games developed and published by Amazon Games and purchased from Amazon are non-returnable. Non-refundable at this time. This includes digital items purchased or unlocked through ink stores. So they have New World. That's their game. And so that's actually this is from their like directly tied to New World. Sounds like Amazon's also got a pretty draconian policy when it comes to their. So I also found it for their for their films on their Prime Video stuff. Mm -hmm. So for Prime Video, it's you have forty eight hours to cancel or like have a return get a return but you cannot have attempted to watch or download it oh interesting if you actually just played it you can't get a return. like even yeah exactly well who knows 
Yeah, for yeah, if you haven't watched it or downloaded it, you have 48 hours to return. So like those are those moments where you know, you buy a movie on Amazon Prime and then your wife comes home and she's like, "Hey, I bought this movie." And you're like, "Damn it, woman." Okay, I wanted to get into this one. People will get their were getting their accounts hacked whatever on Sony's platform and then a oh, bunch yeah. of purchases were being made on their accounts. I don't know what happens. I don't know if it was just Sony or or what. But a lot of people were making, not a lot, I've seen a handful of people just on social media. What was happening is, this is like what's really fucked up. So people were getting their accounts hacked, and then people were buying a ton of games on their account with their saved cards or whatever, their saved method of payment. And what would happen is they would get their account back, and then they would, they would try to get a refund on the games. Sony wouldn't give them refunds. And so when they would call their credit card company, credit card company would refund them and then Sony would ban their accounts. Like, ban Jesus. them. So, so that means all the games that they purchased in the past, they couldn't use. And it's That's just so like, metal. It's like, and yeah. That's so it's crazy. Just, it's just, yeah. And then I, don't, I haven't heard any follow-ups to that, but this, was, this happened last year, I know for a fact, and I know it happened to a few people earlier this year that I saw on social media. It's actually kind of wild, because, like, imagine that conversation with the employee that you're trying to, like, remedy this with they're like i'm sorry sir uh you got refunded your money from your credit card company but we didn't approve you to get refunded your money from the people that give you the money that you gave to us so we're gonna ban you and you're just like what the hell clarice <laughs> i'm thinking imagine if it was you or me and all the games that we had on our account already that we oh. own dude that's what happened. They got banned and they couldn't buy anything. But play anything. But that's wild in and of itself. Because think about that. That's such a horrible thing to do. Because think about it. I'm sorry. Somebody hacked my account and they spent $60. They spent $160 on some games that I did not approve. Can I have a refund for these games and you can just remove them from my, like, take the licenses away from me? No, sir. Fuck you. Okay, well, I'm going to go to my credit card company. Hello, credit card company. Um, there are some charges made to my account. My account was hacked. Sony will not refund me my money uh, for it. So your credit card company says, yeah, I'm sorry for the inconvenience, sir. That's really, that sucks. That uh, blows. Yeah, we'll, we'll refund you your money. We'll make sure that you're secure. And you're like, yes, I got my $160 back. And then Sony's like, oh, you tried to fuck on me? <laughs> and then they fucking ban you. Even though I personally am pretty sure I have at least two grand in games in my Sony library. That's it? Easily. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> Are you sure it's only two grand? All I the said games? I'm, pr I'm pretty sure it's something near there. I was thinking of all the games you bought on your PS4 up until now. All, all of the, all of the times that I've, I've invested so much money in your company, and you're just gonna say, "Nah, fuck you." It's only two grand. It's that's only two thousand dollars of loyalty. I know it's probably more. I've had the and, PS4 since the year it came out, so. And so therein lies one of the biggest issues with digital games. Yeah. Is this never truly yours? Yeah. No matter how much you think it is, if that network goes down, or if Sony says we're not supporting this, not just Sony, any of the companies says, 
I mean, we're not supporting this platform anymore. All those games are gone. For I mean, we saw that with PT, right? PT was like oh, removed yeah. from their plat. Like people were buying PlayStation fours that still had it installed just so they could play it. Like that's how. That's how. I mean, it's just like one of those crazy things. But that's as much as I. I'm with you on the digital digital games. I just I. It's easy. I literally. I mean, because I'm lazy. I don't want to get up and go to the store. I don't want to get up and put the disc in to play it. Now I can just go directly to the console, to the menu system, pick it, and boom, play it. Sometimes I'll pick like yeah, a shit. game. With the PS5, you can tell it. You'll be like, hey, bitch, put that shit on. <laughs> and it'll do it. I'm going to try that now. I'm going to call my and say, hey, bitch, put that shit on and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you get banned automatically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get banned. It, it recognizes your obscene language and bans you. No, but that's still a crazy thing. I mean, oh my god! Think about all the money that people have in, have have vested in their their online portfolio of 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 interactive experiences, and for a company to just be like, "Nope, sorry," that's like, I don't know if I have if I ever bought games digitally on the PS3. I think I own them all physically. Good so, question. I don't know if I, I... I had a PS3, but I didn't have one for very long. I had one for a good amount of time. Because I always primarily played my 360. Or not 360. Wait, was it 360? Yeah, 360 PS3 area. I primarily played my 360. Dude, I went through like three Xbox 360s. Terrible. Yeah. But... I remember selling my PS3, but I probably did buy something digital on there a few times, but I just, I mean, this yeah, is... Yeah, so now, now you, though, now, though, you don't know if that is in your library. I could not tell you if I still had a game in my PlayStation library that's from the PlayStation 3 days, because there's some PlayStation 3 games that are playable through on PlayStation 4 if they're digital, not if you have the disc. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I also had a PSP for a long time, so I had a lot of digital purchases that I think they pretty much shut down the PSP. We were about to shut down the PSP, so a lot of those digital games you can't get either. Man, I remember having a PS Vita for like... Oh, a I had a small, Vita too. I remember having a PS Vita for a very small amount of time and just being like, this is not the rep. Because they like were the like... Vita? I didn't know. I guess I never really Ooh, tried to. Peace Walker, I wanted man. to. Yeah, I wanted to play games on it that were for the Vita. People were like, no, dude, it's so cool when you connect it to your PlayStation and then you just play in your bed. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I don't want to do that. I want to play games on the Vita that are for the Vita. And they had I an played Atari Peace game. I know I played Peace Walker, but. Peace Walker was so good, man. I remember no, beating I that in the barracks with uh, a guy that bunked next to me, and we connected together and did the co-op, and that's how we beat the game. Nice. I mean, Peace Walker yeah. was so good. And to have like that AAA title and Metal Gear on your palm of your hands, it was so so good. Vita was, the Vita was known for their JRPGs, I believe. That's what that made them like, really popular. Yeah. Everybody was on that Persona life. Oh, I will say the Persona 3 port was trash. All the stuff was all the all the voice and stuff was cut out. So if you're a Persona 3 fan, do not you would not want to play it on the PSP. The PlayStation 3 version was way better. 
Mm. Well, regardless, at least you could take it back to your store and be like, hey, this sucks. Can I have $11 for it? And they'd be like, yep. So that's an interesting thing, too, is I still... I still don't understand why people would trade their game. Like, I know people that are 40 in their 40s, 30s, still trade their games in. I'm like, yeah. Have you seen that video of the guy that he goes to try and trade in? I think it's Cyberpunk. And they give him like $7. And it's only been two days since release. And he like tears up the store. No. He literally starts grabbing like displays and just chucking them around the store. And another guy gets in his face and he's like, hey man, and they like have a little scuffle and the guy just runs out. I'm gonna Google this as soon as we're done now. I wanna see maybe yeah, I might have seen dude. it, but yeah, it just I don't know. The whole I mean, that's one thing about the digital games thing that I like is it forces me not to trade. But at the same time, like stop trading your stuff in, man. It's not worth it. Like, it's not worth trading. It's not stuff. worth it's it. Liter- it's literally not worth... It's probably... And not everybody lives near GameStop anyways. It probably costs you more in gas than the amount you got returned for that game. Especially when they're just like, oh, we can't offer cash. We can give you store credit. $7? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I supposed to do with $7 when I just gave you back a fucking game that came out yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I, I'm gonna say I don't want to say I don't understand, but I would say just stop, just don't do it anymore. That's my take on trading. It's not worth yeah. it. It's not worth it these days. Don't even trade in your consoles. Just take all the cables and put it in a nice display case. <laughs> or in yeah, your house. Keep a collection going. I mean, I guess if yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever. People have their own mindsets. If it doesn't matter to you, but yeah. I just yeah. All right. Well. I that wonder how is, it's going to work in the future when we can just upload games to like our, our brain mainframe, like our brain chip. We can just like super like subvert reality, like virtual reality games, like just like lay there and just go comatose. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that uh, game that I downloaded into my head. Can I get a <laughs> refund? <laughs> <laughs> it was $6,000. <laughs> oh, man, and they yeah. ban like... Ban all the games that are installed in your head. You ban your account. Yeah, can't access everybody. Any. Everybody's face is blurry from then on out, like in fucking that show. Oh, Black Mirror. Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, all right, man. I think that we covered all of the return policies and we discussed them. I think it was an interesting topic to to jump on and get back. But get back on the pod wagon for it or whatever we're gonna call it, I guess. And yeah, I'm it. That's all I have. That's all I have for today's episode. Yeah, don't worry, everybody. Next week we're talking favorite weeb scenes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ah. Oh. Oh, Not, kinda... oh my. Okay, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> uh, uh, Speaking of which, if you, you should catch me on a stream, we're playing uh, Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rims, and it's very waifu weeb esque stuff going on pretty funny okay there you go there's a nurse plug there's a nurse on there that's quite quite chesty i will say okay and so every time she comes on stream like everyone's in chat and they're like like oh there's the nurse it's the nurse they're like yeah they're just rtd2 as fuck this way (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Like there was like one one time she came in and like uh, someone just typed, "Oh wow!" in chat because they hadn't seen it before. As soon as she came on the screen, it was pretty funny. But it's funny. But we probably won't be talking about that next week. They stay tuned. <laughs> we have plenty of topics to jump jump into. I think. We're coming up to the end of the year. I'm kind of curious to see what was your favorite game that you played this year. I mean, motherfucking you know. Halo Infinite coming out. Oh yeah. Favorite TV shows. Favorite TV shows. There were some really Absolutely. good shows this year. Yeah, but till then, we will discuss that next week. We're going. I I intend to have more episodes out more frequently, more guests. Now the things have sort of evened out personally for both of us so you go back on cycle and have to leave me again no it's gonna get it trust check this out it's gonna get worse we're gonna be uh in committees now so what that what that means is that the committee of instructors that i will be a part of is in charge of this specific part of training so there's five companies training all year round right there's like and they all uh, they all stare off of each other so like these two weeks i'll be teaching these guys that these two weeks i'll be teaching these guys that this amount of time i'll be teaching these guys at this company and then by the time i get done these guys will have to be trained again because it'll be a new batch of soldiers so you're you're gonna get an uptick of more work yeah but i won't be like no more field time that's my favorite yeah. no more field time the field is fun for like the first two days and after that it's just kind of fun yeah well Josh it's been an honor pleasure I look forward to talking more next week alright man ah uh, uh, uh. oh wait we did talk we did talk about it because we said we talked about Peace Walker okay Metal Gear <laughs> reference in the back I was okay. waiting for you to say something when I mentioned Metal Gear Solid for you to freak okay out. good okay <laughs> Okay, so again, Peter, it's always a pleasure. Everybody listening, it's a pleasure for you guys to hear my voice. I love you all individually as human beings and as carbon-based life forms. And be shitty. Adios, everybody. <laughs>